down in the DVD bargain bin heap, there is a movie at the bottom by your feet. You go past Killjoy, Holla, and Holla 2, and there you'll find Holla if I kill you. It says you'll laugh, you'll scream, you'll die. But all this movie does is make me want to stab myself in my motherfucking eye. Horrible Horror Podcast is our name, and fucking up shitty horror movies is our game. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Holla! Holla! If you hear me. That's right. This week, we... Oh, I shouldn't... Let's first let's get the introductions. We're the Horrible Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. It's Mardi Gras. It is Mardi Gras. It's Mardi Gras weekend. And uh, we're doing this a little different today. Uh, one, it's the earliest we've ever recorded. We're both kind of trying to wake up a bit and get going. And we got our morning... Drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck open. coffee. We're still drinking. Yeah, we're still drinking. Oh, there it is. All right. So, uh, anyway, yeah, uh, it's Margot, but it's also the end of Black History Month. Yep. So, we're doing our, you know, we all we probably fit one in every year, or at least one in every year. We're doing our urban black movie. Our, our nod to uh, black horror filmmakers, yeah. black horror films, or, you know, sh- shitty black horror films. Sh- you know, more, films. more, you know, we're not talking like us or, you know, other, other like good horror films that feature predominantly black cast yes. members and, and, and makers and filmmakers. But, uh, you know, the, the, the horrible horror podcast level. Yes. Um, which brings us to this week's movie, Holla, If I Kill You. Uh, now, unfortunately, this is not Holla 3. Yeah. I wish I, mean, I wish this was in the, the HCU, if you will, the Holla Cinematic Universe. <laughs> that would be great, yeah. but it is not. Yeah, but it's kind of like, come on, guys. There's not a lot of independent black horror no, movies. There's, not. <laughs> there's Holla, Holla 2, and now we have another Holla. Holla. <laughs> if I kill you, if I let's, kill you. Let's get a little more uh, diversity. Yeah, or a little. Just let's get a little more creative here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, this this uh gem uh was released on straight to DVD on September. You think of 2003? <laughs> um. Written by Jeff Carroll and John Polonia. Directed by John and Mark Polonia. Now, those names are famous in the micro-budget indie f- movie films. And the, you were, they were last mentioned here on Horrible Horror. Oh. When we did Sharkenstein. Oh, no shit. <laughs> They're the same people behind Sharkenstein. Wow. Yes. Um, and a bunch of other shitty ones that we may be getting down to. In, so we may actually start doing more Polonia Brother movies. Well, I see they're, uh, they're, they're, they're spreading their wings, you know. They're, they're, yeah. They're yeah. going to be, be on shark um, movies. <laughs> The only way to find this movie currently that I'm aware of is to purchase it on DVD from Amazon, which sadly I will admit I bought not one but two copies of this movie. One for me, one for Aaron. Why? Um, <laughs> luckily, there was only like they're only like three dollars on Amazon right now. Um, and you get it's worth every penny. Let me tell you. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna talk about the cast real quick. 
Now, this movie claims to is kind of like a deaf comedy jam meets slasher horror movie. Yes, it's that's a, a that's a great way of putting it's it. It's supposed to be a bunch of like uh, deaf comedy jam comedians, and I guess some people who were on early days of Comedy Central. And for those of you who don't happen to know what deaf comedy jam is, uh, it was really prevalent during the nineties yeah, and early two thousands, but really during like the late nineties. Late nineties, yeah. dude. Deaf comedy jam launched a career of like Bernie Mac, Martin Lawrence. Helped you know Chris Rock was on deaf comedy yeah, jam. A lot of you black know, comedians. tons of black comedians, like you know prominent ones. There's like ninety eight percent black comedians. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like every rarity you might see there'd be some white guy on there, maybe his. Uh, Hispanic comedian, but yeah. most it was all, all yeah. black. Yeah, it was never a white guy. They'd always have a person of color. Um, I Maybe there was a white guy here or there. I, yeah, I yeah. understand. Very, very, it was very, all very predominantly African-Americans. Yeah. You know, Patrice O'Neal. Um, you know, it just um, Steve White. You know, it, it launched the careers of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, as Eric said, it launched a lot of people's careers, but then there were the other people. Yes, yes. Who, I mean, it, there was... It, it, there was a lot of comics. There's a lot of comics. And, and, and those other people are the ones that we're gonna be that were in this movie. Uh, really, our West Side Will is played by comedian Mike Yard. Uh, Energy is played by also another stand-up comedian named Will Sylvins. Uh, and Mike Africa is played by comedian Kareem Green, who the all three of them are former stand-up comics. Uh, all. Had I guess a cup and tea, cup, cup of coffee on Def Comedy Jam, and then and Comedy Central, and then kind of just things, yeah, washed off and just fell, fell, never heard of couldn't, him again. Couldn't quite get over uh, the hump. And if the, anything by the material in this movie, I can completely understand why. Uh, <laughs> uh, and lastly, uh, our main girl in this movie, Rose, is played by Mia Davis. Again, not going to be a household name, but for those of you who grew up in the late '90s or 2000s, watching like the college, like the college humor movies, like. Uh, American Pie, uh, uh, Can't Hardly Wait, and then the movie Road Trip, which was really big at in the, like, 2000. Yeah. Um, she is most recognizable as Rhonda, the giant fat black chick in in Road Trip who bangs de- the skinny, scrawny DJ Qualls um, in, in, in that movie. Huh. Uh, and then she, apparently she also used to be married to comedian Mike Yard, who is in this movie. So I guess they might have been married at the time of this. I don't know. Maybe this is where they met. Maybe, Maybe this is where their their romance blossom spark started here. How uh, if I kill you? But set. that's uh, that's it for the cast. There's really nobody else worth mentioning or talking about, and even those people aren't even worth mentioning, really. So our main character, yeah, our main Holla, Holla, he goes by the name Holla, Holla, uh, or Holla back, but and, yeah, and he's a big nobody. Yeah, he's he wasn't even a comedian. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, don't say he was. He's. He, I think he did one or two other movies, uh, some other Polonius brother stuff, but no, nothing, nope, <laughs> nothing, nothing worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's a <laughs> it's a unique one, guys. It is a unique one. Um, also, being this, uh, you might have guessed from the uh, the opening intro. Uh, this is go- this is uh, Aaron's gonna be running running the running the show on this one this week, and we're just kind of alternating a little bit here to kind of save us some time and, and uh, stress. So, um, yeah, with that being said, I will say, uh, this is my first time taking notes with a brand new, beautiful baby girl. Yeah. So we're not sure how long this episode is going to be or how well it's going to go. But, and uh, holy shit, <laughs> is it hard to take notes when you have to pause it every five minutes to change a diaper, burp, feed, rock, you know, play with all that stuff. It took me 
over three hours yeah. to watch an hour and 18 minute movie. Yeah. Holy shit. I've done that. Parenthood Been is no there. joke, man. <laughs> yeah, you get a little taste of it now. Fucking what I had is, to deal with. Is there a return policy on this kid? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I joke. I joke. Yeah, I think it's called the, the uh, orphanage, basically. <laughs> <laughs> or the black market, I guess. <laughs> I could make some good money for you a could. white girl. Yeah. <laughs> Healthy white girl, come on. <laughs> Big money. <laughs> God, we're terrible. We are uh, terrible people. I'm not giving my baby away <laughs> or selling her. <laughs> no. All right. If the price is right, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll price stop. Is right. I'll stop. I'll stop. All right. So All right. yeah, let's, let's get to holla if I kill holla you. Holla if I kill you. Yeah, let's let's jump into it. Like Marshall said, 2004. It's on three. 2003. I thought 2003. It was, I could have swore it said 2004. Anyway, 2003. This is around the same time. If you remember back in the day that uh, I think it was right. After Holla, If I Kill You was released, that Kramer, Michael Richards, went oh. crazy on stage and started dropping N-bombs left and right. Just, yeah. just this scorched this comedy club with N-bombs because some black people were on their phone or heckling him. And he just couldn't take it and went berserk. And that's kind of topical because it ties in with the opening. We open... With kind of a man on the street interview going on with oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> with with random with with comedians people with, who other comedians with yeah. other comedians other black comedians outside a club and it's you can tell it's like raw footage it's it's very these people are probably were not supposed to be part of a movie or at least you know they were talking very much from the heart like hey how did you ever handle when you were booed it's like oh you can't take it personally so I, I didn't think yeah. about it was anything to do with the Kramer thing but no it, it, it didn't but it was just interesting that oh, it was yeah. right around the same time I don't think it had anything to do with the Kramer thing either but it was just kind of like oh shit that was around the same exact time yeah okay and you hear these guys saying you can't take it personal you can't you can't and they talk about how people ran into the crowds um and then they go to this one lady, Lady Carmel. She's, lady Car- Carmel Caramel. Ca- she called it a caramel. Caramel. Lady Caramel. She's pretty. She's pretty hot. She. I love the the the, the, the subtitle. It's like Lady Caramel, hip hop hottie or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Like, that's all she's labeled as is a hip hop hottie. <laughs> she's she's not a comedian. She's, she's not, not like an agent. She's just a hip hop. I guess she's just like somebody who's like yeah, like some ghetto. She's just she's just in the scene. In the scene, hip hop hottie. Just in the scene. <laughs> And Lady Carmel saying, yeah, I'll laugh at motherfuckers if they're not funny. I'll boo them. She lets them know that they need to be booed. <laughs> uh, more comedians talking about bombing, how horrible it feels getting booed, uh, how some comedians give it back to the audience, kind of what we talked about. Um, you know, this goes on for five, ten minutes. A long it goes on for a time. long time. Uh, but it really, it really has no point really it you know is, oh, yeah it, it I mean, doesn't really set the mood loosely. it doesn't set the mood but it just it kind of gives you an idea that you're going to be working with comics this is the type of movie you're going to be watching you're going to be a, working with comics and bad comics so yeah the whole premise is like you get booed and heckled because we we then cut to our main man holla and holla's laying in bed just looking distraught looking at his bills he's hurting on rent and boy does he need a gig but this fucker lays in bed so much in this movie like for the first like 10 minutes once you get past the five minutes of raw footage which is way too long for this movie and then the next five minutes of this guy just laying in bed i was like is he paralyzed like is this guy just gonna lay in bed the entire movie because that's all he does and he's kind of a narcissist like, he he's the type of guy, he literally has his own headshot on like, the wall yeah. to the wall behind him his, well just a black and white headshot yeah. of him just right like that's weird so he's he's hurting for gigs. So he calls up a promoter, 
of a club, a club owner saying, Hey, holla is the shit. I'm going to, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to knock your socks off. You need to hire me on in your club. And the guy's like, uh, Hey man, you're going to, you know, if you're going to be working here, you're going to be at the bottom of the list and you're going to be opening for, you know, uh, Michael Africa, Mike, Africa. Oh, Mike Africa. And he's like, man, he used to open for me. I used to be the big, I used to, it's like, yeah, you used to be good. So you kind of get this idea that hollow was a popular comic at one time, had like some TV spots and was kind of popular, but he's been on, he just hasn't done anything new. Kind of like, uh, yeah. According to the, 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 the box, the, the, the blurb on the back, this guy was supposed to be the biggest comic in the world. Like he was selling out state, like a Kevin Hart or Chris Rock. He was supposed to be the top of the world, the number one comedian anywhere, and then he just fell off. And like he was so famous that rappers would put him in their songs. Rappers that were so hardcore that made Eminem look like Ski Low or something like that. And like it was like, what? I didn't read the box. Yeah, I probably should have read the box. But and, but, I'm just, but my point is that you never really get that idea yeah. from him. Like yeah, okay. you get you get the idea that he was probably. On like sister, sister. Yeah, or, right. He, 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 or, even if he, he wasn't, or like, family matters. He made guy a little big, but he wasn't like, like to say he was like Chris Rock level yeah, or like yeah. Kevin Hart. Like it's like you never really get that because even if you ever reach that level, you're set for life. Like Dave Chappelle, like, you're yeah, set you, for Dave life. Chappelle isn't gonna call me like call, he can, today. He can call up anybody like, hey, I want to gig. Like, yeah, uh huh. Your headline, yeah. sure, yes. Not like. Well, sorry, Dave, but we got Joe Schmo over here. You gotta you, open from you got Michael to, Africa. Yeah, he'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> so it's like, To which Hala is, he's pissed off about it. But yeah. he's he's like, I'll prove to you that Hala is the shit and he's coming back. Uh at that point we see a we cut to a gloved hand um kind of mystery guy uh make giving a phone call and he's speaking in a wacky voice, like, Hey, how you doing? And he calls up Hala. Very deep throat, Mr. X like. Yeah, and he's calling up Hala, and he's ripping his act. Uh, he's he's like, your act is whack, motherfucker. <laughs> and Hala's like, who is this? What you doing calling me? And it just says, worry about yourself, or you might die laughing. <laughs> so we have an antagonist. We have Hala, who's trying to get a gig, and then immediately gets a phone call. Immediately. Immediately gets a phone call from someone saying, your act is shit, motherfucker. Watch out, you're going to die. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like less than two seconds after he gets seconds. off the phone. And it's really, really, so it, it hangs up. And then we see that gloved hand in a trench coat reveals a treasure trove of murder toys. Oh, God. And yeah. plays with an axe. So this is kind of like stroking an axe and wiggling it around. Again, these scenes take, for a movie that's like, it's only like an hour, 15 minutes long. They pad the shit out of these scenes. Fuck yeah, they it's, do. So long of them like finding this axe and then a machete and then like a meat cleaver. Yeah. And just, then they find all the axe some more mm. and stroke the axe some more and stroke the axe some we more. Get it's like, it. God. And they show keep close, close about the axe, which is, by the way, is really dull looking. Yeah. And it's like fade shot. Fade <laughs> yeah, shot. Yeah. It's like, fade oh, shot. God, enough. <laughs> well, we cut, finally, we cut away from that and we go to the Wanna Laugh Comedy Club. Here, it looks like the, the show's over, the club is closed. And the janitors walk around bitching like motherfuckers, dirty motherfuckers. And then he starts making fun of Holla. Yeah, he says that's like, why the hell is Holla here? Holla, Holla, what a piece of shit, you know? Just like, like Holla's not funny. even there. And he, and he, this guy's by himself, cleaning, He's all by himself, just bitching about working and Holla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he hates Holla apparently. Like, there's no, again, there's really no, because it's not like Holler performed that night. Or yeah, we never anything. saw him he's, open he's or anything, just yeah. He's just, he's just, just going on a Holler rant for no reason. At a club 
it's quote unquote club, club that looks more like a fucking Knights of Columbus or VFW right. it's like it's exactly it's so it's exactly shit yeah. it's so bad it's just a big white box of a room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it looks like someone is spying on the janitor from behind the bar as he cleans so we got like a POV shot kind of peeking up and looking at the janitor um, there's a glass that breaks and the janitor kind of gets spooked he's like who's there motherfucker come on out I'm gonna call 5-0 who says 5-0 anymore? When's the last time you heard 5-0? Black guys in movies, I guess. From like, from 2000? 2000? <laughs> it's, it's just been a long time since yeah. I've heard 5-0. I agree, yeah. When I heard that, point. I was like... <laughs> 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 so the lights go out, and he's, you know, he's you see him saying, he's like, it's closed. He's getting scared. Uh, as he's looking around, you know, kind of just trying to see what's going on, we see an axe raised behind him, and as he turns around, we get a silhouette shot of the janitor getting his motherfucking head chopped off. Oh, damn. God damn it. This was some cheesy-ass effects oh, when this dude getting this, his head cut this, off. This head decapitation <laughs> may, is right up there from the worst I've ever seen. Oh, my God. And, and the part that makes it so bad, which they shouldn't even have done, is when they show the after effect. Yes. Like, if you just want to show it in silhouette, the head coming off and be done, fine. That probably would have saved it. But when they decide, for some reason, decided to show a close-up of, like, the bloody stump, that's where it just, they lose it. Because it's, oh, my God. It may be one of the worst I've ever seen. For a cheap movie, I mean, obviously, they have no budget. Right, right. And to be perfectly honest, when they cut to the silhouette and you saw the axe actually whack off the head... You know, the, the janitor's got a hat on backwards, and you just see a silhouette of a head with a hat on backwards. Yeah. Obviously, it's a mannequin. Right, you know, right, right. But it's probably some shitty cheat man. It's nothing like him. Mm-hmm. And it just, it looked uh, passable. Pass- that's what I'm saying. It's passable. passable. Just, just leave it and at that. And then they threw blood on the wall, mm-hmm. and they should have left it alone. <laughs> have left it there. Because then they pan down to a bloody neck stump yeah. of... I, I don't know if it's like a ham stuffed in a sweatshirt. Yeah. It, <laughs> it just looks really it's bad. It's so bad. Like, I don't even know how to begin to describe this thing. The it, cherry on the cake is next. Yeah. Go for it. You want to describe no, that? No, no, go, go, go by. Is basically, it's the actor laying down on the floor, and they digitally splice his head off, <laughs> but they don't do it cleanly because parts of the floor are uneven, and it's obviously like his head is, they took like a screenshot of his head from this point, took it out and put it on the film, <laughs> but it doesn't match up with any of the surrounding background. No. So, like, the floor is kind of on the on the wall, and <laughs> it just looks so bad. <laughs> so bad. And it, it looks like it they worse. even tried to, like, use Microsoft Office and or paint, paint and put yeah. in, like, red streaks. Yeah. I'm like, oh. It's, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> that I haven't seen before. No. That's the first. It's so bad. It, it, they should have left it at the silhouette and it'd be like, pass them. Like, okay. Because it'd be like, okay, it's low budget. Do what they can. But man, they just made uh, so much worse for themselves when they showed Yeah. The so that's, a, that's our first kill. Janner getting his head cut off. So then we cut back to the gloved guy playing with his murder toys. And then we have the opening credits roll. So we were in 12 minutes into this movie. And then we have the opening credits roll, which is some long ass choppy crap credits that are like Sega CD quality. Yeah. You know, (laughs) so bad. Yeah. And a terrible rap song about this is something art like revel. Oh, this shit. Or this here is revolutionary art. This style is revolutionary art. And it's just like that for like 10 minutes of that line over and over and over again. It's like, ugh, it's it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. I'm glad you picked up on that because I just phase it out, man. I it's just, awful. Just, just let it flow right through me. Man, it's really bad. So we go back to Hala. 
uh, who's again still laying in his bed, uh, and people are cracking up, laughing, and he's he's in his mind. He's yeah. he's reminiscing, and he's reminiscing. I guess it's like, "Hollow, you're so funny, yeah, woo!" They're laughing, and it's like, "Welcome, Hollow, to the stage!" And people are laughing and cracking up, and like he's kind of reminiscing about how how great it was, um, you know. And he's he's just looking he's looking at the stuff on his wall, uh, and then the phone rings. And it's fat ass Rose calling to lay down some game, <laughs> thick game. She calls and talks about how she, you know, she's she's basically laying on about as thick as peanut butter can be. Yeah, you know about how she wants to make a booty call and how she wants Holla's dick. About as thick as she is. No shit, man. Honestly, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> she's a very pretty girl, but boy, she's thick, thick, thick. Ugh. So. He talks about how, you know, he, but Hal is kind of bitching. You know, he's kind of, you get the idea that they're friends. He's like, look, I don't want sex. We can be friends. That's cool. You know, I like you, but we're just going to be friends. He's talking about how, you know, he's not getting work and how uh, he used to be a big comedian and how he's going to move to L.A. and resurrect his career. But Rose is like, but I ain't going to see you no more and I can't give you no more booty calls. <laughs> to which he's like, let's just be friends. And he hangs up. And as soon as he hangs up. Guess who he gets a call from? <laughs> Mystery Man calls again and makes a new threat for him to stop telling corny jokes because you're a pain in the ass. You know what you lack? You lack a hemorrhoid. What? Yeah. You a pain in the ass. <laughs> See, that's a joke. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so to which Holla, Holla just looks at the phone and goes, man, and hangs up. This fucking movie. We're 20 minutes into the movie, and Hala finally leaves his place. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Because the first two scenes of him are him on the bed. That's like, is this fucker ever going to leave his bedroom or get off the bed? This movie is, <laughs> if you cut it in the sequence, it's five sections of 20 minutes. So one-fifth, one-fifth of the movie. It's just him laying just in bed. him in bed. Looking at his own headshot on the wall, talking on the phone. Getting, yeah, talking on the phone, getting threats and booty calls. <laughs> Holla! Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. So he's walking down. He's finally walking down the street, and he comes across this uh, <coughs> billboard. Yeah. He comes to the club, and they use that same effect where they digitally cut out the guy's head. But here, they digitally cut out a fake billboard. Yeah. It looks better, but it still looks like shit. Yeah. Again, dude, Night Trap from Sega CD has got miles on this. It is, it's juxtaposed on the wall, and it says, Michael Africa, opening tonight. It's the club. It's yep. the Wanna Laugh Comedy Club. And he sees Michael Africa as the opening act. And he's looking at it going, motherfucker, goddammit. And then he fantasizes seeing himself up there. It says, holla, two shows all sold out. you know. And he's like, yeah, that's going to be me. That's going to be me. I'm going to be back. I like the reverence of Night Trap, by the way. Oh, that thank you. One. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Don't get caught in the Night, night Trap. trap. <laughs> so... We Night cut. Trap. <laughs> that's a good one. We cut to the comedy club, um, and here we have comics doing their thing. Uh, the crowd's laughing. Comedians are doing crowd work. This is where we get. You mean the six-person audience? Yeah. The yeah. audience of six people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it, is, I don't know if you comment on this later, but I'm going to say like, which remember this takes place over a course of several weekend nights with this right, movie right and it's the same six people in the crowd every single and it's the time same footage and they're wearing the same clothing every same single stock time footage every it's, single oh, so time bad. and yeah. 
it's pretty bad. But, you know, they're trying to show that it's a crowd. And, and this is where we get subjected to... I, I guess if you, if you kind of, if you kind of like take the movie, this is one half of the movie is stand up, com- like one third of the movie is stand up comedy. The other two thirds of the movie is the actual story. Yeah. And this is where we get subjected to a lot of stand up comedy. We a get lot. like two or three acts in a row doing like a tight five. Yeah. Tight yeah. five. It's this, like, it's like this is their audition tape or something like yeah. that, man. It, it's so bad. It, oh, it's so boring. And it's not good. It's I mean, not good at all. There's like one or two things where I'm like, eh, it's kind of funny. But, and also in context, also with this movie, the sound quality is really bad. Oh, it's terrible. And they don't have subtitles. No. There was no subtitles. Because I wanted to turn on, I wanted to keep it kind of low and have subtitles on while my daughter slept while yeah. I did this. And I just couldn't, you know, I had to turn it up. And maybe that's why she kept waking up. Because it's like, turn this fucking movie off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we get a lot of this crowd work, a lot of these comedians. And the crowd seems pumped. You know, the crowd is like, they're laughing at everything. So Hala comes out to a warm crowd and they're they're happy. He's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Hala." And they're like, "Yeah, Hala, all right." But then he just fucking starts bombing. Yeah, well, and like, like his whole thing, like, okay, they, you're right. They came when he come, first comes out. He, they're all hot because the the warm up act, Mister Energy, uh, gets him warmed up with his shits. It was just shitty set. And then come up Hala. And I was like, hey, and they're all happy. He's like, all right, holla back. He's like, holla. He's like, all right, all right, all right, all right holla back. Holla. And they, they, he does that for like, he keeps yeah, going on. You can tell they start getting tired like, of it. They're oh, like, all right, okay. you know. And then he goes into his He's trying to do material, material quote, like, quote. So knock, knock, who's there? Hey, why is your mama fat? Because she's fat. Holla. <laughs> He's like, holla. And it holla. Was, boo. Yeah. That's when the boo birds come out. I did like, why is your mama fat? Because she's fat. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I like that's kind of funny. <laughs> but then it starts getting booed and booed and booed, and he gets booed off stage. Yep. The MC, or energy, comes back out, and he says, Holla sucks. Holla does not reflect the views of One Eleven Comedy Club, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Energy's not the host. He's just oh, the opening act. Okay, yeah, well, but I, there, the MC, there, yeah, the, the, M- the, the host for the night comes my back. Bad. The yeah. MC comes back, and he's killing Holla. Yeah. And uh, he says he sucks, and then he's, you know, he hey, we're sorry. We're sorry we had him up here. Uh, we then see the gloved mystery person creeping around in the club. <clears throat> So, uh, Hala is backstage. He's sulking. Uh, he's all pissed. He's like, man, I suck. Uh, and he, he kind of hears someone creeping. He hears it and he's like, what the fuck? Who's back here? Um, it cuts back to the stage and that's when we see the comedian, Michael Africa, Mike Africa, Mike Africa, who, who talks like this man. Like he's like, you know, he talks, ca- I guess it's supposed to be an everybody else. Almost more a thick Jamaican accent. Almost. Not African, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a very thick, very, very accent. Thick. Um, you know, he's got African style. He's got the dashiki kind of, he got yeah. the hat and got like a dashiki on yep. sunglasses. Oh, a dashiki under a leather jacket. jacket. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You got to have that Western style. Got that black leather <laughs> jacket over a dashiki with yeah. the, the Africa hat. And he's, he's doing his routine. His, his big, his big joke is about how a deaf man booed him. Uh, and he just goes on and on and on with that. And it's not well, that they're trying, funny. Yeah. They're trying to play off the fact that, uh, Holla got booed. He's like, ah, oh, you boo him. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, you boo me. I got boo a deaf man, but you know, or something like that. Or, yeah. And and a lot of stuff. But like, he's also ripping Holla apart, and yeah. the crowd's loving Michael Africa tearing Holla apart, yeah. just tearing him apart. So his act racks up, and uh, Africa's uh, Michael Africa is backstage signing autographs. 
Uh, there's some white nerdy guy. Yeah, the only like white guy who's in not shown movie. in the crowd. There, he must have been standing way in the back. Yeah, I'm gonna say like there's three white people in this entire movie: the club owner, mm-hmm. the, the bartender, bartender, and then this, this guy, Jalapy. This j- this guy Jalope. looks like he was your seventh grade girlfriend's dad. Yeah, you know? well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's never seen any of the crowd shots. Right, he's, he's just there doing this. He's one like bit. in his late 30s, early 40s. 40s you know, mustache, big yeah. mustache. You know, like just. Doesn't know how to dress, but he's hey, Michael Africa was cool with him. He's like, Yeah, man, thanks for the show. All right, come on. And Holla tries to get on this too. Holla's yeah. like, Yeah, let me sign some pictures for you. And they're like, No, no, whoa, no, thank you. So Holla gets shot down. Um, they show Michael Africa backstage, and this happens a lot in the movie. They don't show you what they're trying to do, they just straight up tell you. <laughs> like, where are my keys? I'm looking for my keys. Where? Hold on. Where are my keys? I cannot find my keys. It's like, dude, just <laughs> just pat your pockets, look around and go, fuck, where are my keys? <laughs> Instead of beating us about the head and shoulders, and boy, he cannot find his keys. He cannot. We see the glove hand, uh, the, the, the mystery person in the trench coat and the gloves, we see their, their hand shaking the keys, and it's like, a fucking janitor-sized <laughs> ring of keys. How many fucking keys does Michael Africa need? Jesus Christ. There's so many fucking keys. Just shaking and shaking as Michael Africa hears it and he's looking around. Uh, we cut back to the promoter, uh, which is looking for a fucking booty call. Uh, it, it's, it's, it doesn't really matter because it just cuts right back to Michael. Why did you do that? Why did, why did they do that? Why did they cut to this guy asking for a booty call and then it cuts right back to Michael? Like... The killer is there. The killer is taunting Michael Africa. Let's cut away for a shitty joke about some white guy trying to get some thick black girl ass, you know? Not funny. Yeah. Not funny. Bad move. So the movie's a bad, bad move, move. So who knows? So we go back to Michael Africa trying to find his keys following the noise. He's looking around and we and he he turns, he's standing in front of like uh phone booths. <laughs> Blast in the past. Yeah, he's standing in front of some phone booths, and he turns around, and when he turns around, we have a POV shot looking at Michael Africa of the killer and holds up a kitchen knife or a butcher knife up by their, I guess it would be like by their face because it's where the camera is. Yeah. So if it's a POV shot, the person would be holding this under their chin, basically. Yeah. And goes running forward at Michael Africa. He's like, no, 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 no. no." And then, bam, runs right into his neck, stabs Michael Africa in the neck. There's blood shooting out. It's not horrible, but it's it's you know it's it's cheap indie. It looks a hell of a lot better than the head job. Yeah, but it, it's not great. But yeah, it's it's better than the other. yeah yeah. So stabs him in the neck. It's not great, but we got that. We got our second kill. So the promoter is pissed because his booty call is late. So he calls a different one. <laughs> this movie's so funny, man. I, I can't <sighs> even get over it. It's- so then we cut to a girl who's walking through the club. So the club's like empty. Yeah. And she, she, there's no indication that she works there. There's no indication that she has any affiliation there. She was probably just there in the club watching. And she decides to also tell the ki- tell the audience, oh, I need to call my sister. <laughs> instead of kind of going, you know, instead of being like, oh, God, you know, just kind of like looking like she's, or like looking at her watch and going, you know, because you wouldn't stop and say, I need to call Aaron. No. No, <laughs> you wouldn't do that. So she the goes. The is like. It's, it's 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 like so amateurish. It's yeah. so like like high school. Like I wrote better things than this in high school than right. like, like whoever wrote like Jeff Carroll. I think was name and it's pretty bad. Jesus, 
So she goes to the phone booth, and there she finds Michael Africa's body dead. We then cut to the cops running a stupid CSI-style discovery of the body. Oh, it's like, looks like he, he, the joke's on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the quote-unquote detectives yeah. are terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> uh, but the promoter, he's excited. Yes. He's excited. He is like... This is great. This is the best thing that could happen. This club, the club oh is going to blow up. He's like, this is where you die laughing. This, this is, is the uh, only club in town that has like actual murder. This is going to get so much I'm exposure. Gonna be I'm going to be so much money. And before he says that, the cops are like, yeah, we got no suspects, no leads. We got nothing. And then up comes the owner, the promoter saying, oh, I'm just great. I'm going to make so much money. He's like, motherfucker, you... You just became suspect, suspect number, number one. one. <laughs> you just made yourself suspect number one by saying how great this is, and you're going to make so much money off of this. Like, are you kidding me? Good God! You, you say that in front of the cops? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ! But these fucking cops are like, okay, like, all right, whatever. Yeah, what a yeah, jerk! Yeah, what? They don't even. I don't think they even say yeah. that. There's like, okay, okay whatever. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Ugh. It's oh. It's the worst. So we cut back to Hala at home in bed. In bed. Again, wearing the same clothes he's been wearing before in the bed. Yes. Uh, and he gets a phone call from fat-ass Rose again. <laughs> and Rose starts talking telling Hala about the murders. And, you know, she's like, he's like, oh, shit, Michael Africa was killed. Oh, man, that sucks. He's like, well, you didn't quite like him. You know, he used to open for you, and then you, he, he, he fucking ripped you apart on stage. Uh, how late did you stay after the club? He's like, are you telling me I'm the murderer? Are you suspecting me? She's like, I don't know. He had a rough relationship with him, so they're trying to like put a red herring that Hollow might be might have killed. Yeah, and Hollow ain't having it. So there's a musical driving montage which lasts for about two minutes, which is awful. I think they're in New Jersey. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you know, because it's close to New York, I think they're in Jersey. Anyway, we cut to the promoter, and he's telling his comics about how you know how much hype the club is going to be getting. Everyone needs to be on point. Everyone's jokes, new material. Everyone needs to be like really sharp because this is good. This is the best thing that's happening. He, well, he's also saying new club. material, but he wants them to talk about the murder in their yeah. material. Like you guys, got to play this up. You got to mm. talk about. You got to hype up the murder. Like we're the only club in town that has a murder and blah blah blah. I mean, like he's he's really again makes himself out to be mis- makes Mr. it worse. Yeah. Like uh, what? <laughs> like, and, but again, nobody's like. Even remotely suspicious, like, yeah, okay, sure, I yeah, guess we can cool, do that. Cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so Hala is hearing all this, and he starts talking to the bartender, trying to make bad jokes. And the bartender turns out to be funnier than him. Yeah. And Hala's just like, damn, bartender's funnier than me. I kind of like that. Um, the bartender says, I think the promoter did it. You know, the bartender's leaning towards the promoter. So, you know, we're kind of starting to, starting to get, like, who's the killer? Is the promoter? Is it Hala? Um, so the night, the night, the night begins at the club and then we are subjected to more stand up. and yeesh, I, 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 it's just long, more stand up. It's so long. It's so long. And again, it, like every, it's bad. Like it's mm-hmm. so bad. It, it's, ter- it, well, it's so bad. It's terrible. I mean, it just, it's, <laughs> it goes on so long. And so it's rem- just remember, these are the failed comedians of Def Comedy yeah. Jam and Comedy Central yeah. on an indie horror movie doing Improv stand-up relating to this murder. So it's really bad. Yeah. Um, and again, it's the exact same six people in the crowd wearing the exact same clothing they did like a week before. And yeah. It's just, 
we see Hala backstage. He gets a call from the mystery person, but he doesn't answer. So why do we even see that? They show the mystery person calling him. He looks at his phone. He's like, nope. <laughs> why do we even see that? Uh, the MC brings up Hala. And Hala, you know, again, the crowd's like, all right, Hala, all right, all right. And, of course, he just bombs again. Of course. Just bombs. And this is where Lady Caramel Lady finally comes Caramel. back. And she's leading in the boo. She's like, Carla, get your corny ass off the stage. Boo! And, and they're all like, Lady Caramel, like, LC. <laughs> and Hala goes backstage. Um, I will say that with the next me that came up, I actually kind of liked. I thought he was okay. He did kind of a, uh, this is what would Bernie Mac would be like if he was on the Star Trek Enterprise. And I don't know, for some reason, I thought that was <laughs> kind of good. Out of all the stand-up, that was the one that made me kind of chuckle a little bit. Anyway, more stand-up. <laughs> uh, we see a point of view, again, creeping in the club, and it's spliced in with stand-up. And it's just point of view, like someone creeping through the club, stand-up. Creeping through the club, stand-up. And that's it. We cut to the next morning. Yeah. And then we have Lady Caramel... And she's talking with the bouncer, the bouncer of the club, and he's. he's oh yeah, they, they, the the owner hired a bouncer. Yeah. For not not so much because he thought he was gonna be so big, so powerful that people were gonna be, you know, basically fighting or something to get in to get to the show. Need to control crowd need, control. Crowd control yeah. these folks, even though it's only six people. Yeah. And it's, it's and he's a big dude, but he, he, John, Joey B or something like yeah. that is his name. Big guy, and he's there, and he's talking with Lady Caramel, and I don't know, I I don't know if the sound quality was good or not, but. From what I gathered, and please help me out here, is that she told the bouncer to get some guy to come to the car and fuck her. Yes, or they were gonna rob. I didn't. No, I didn't, no. It was. It was. She was it like like prostitution. Yeah. It, well, I, I don't know if it was could, prostitution. She's like she's basically looking for a booty. Like I want to get a hookup. I need you to go find me like one of the comedians or one of them. You know, send one of the men out here to my car so we. Cause she. Yeah. It was a. Sex I thing. I couldn't quite make it like. Why don't you fuck her then, bouncer? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you know? all right, I'll, I'll bang you. Sure. Yeah, but he's like, sure, I'll yeah. go find you some guy for you know, the house. I, I did not understand it. I don't know. The, the sound quality was bad. No, she no, speaks, you got right the first time. She speaks with a pretty thick accent, you know, or, you know, just kind of, what's up, motherfucker? You know, like, so it's kind of hard to understand, especially with the sound quality. Nope, it's just. So I, I didn't quite understand it. But anyway, again, lady, the, lady, the hip hop hottie is looking for a hookup. <laughs> and it's so funny that I don't understand why they call her hip hop hottie because there's nobody in this movie has anything to do with hip hop music. Not, it's not like no. she's hanging on to hip hop music. It's comedians. Yeah, she's not doing like rap videos. She's not right. like dancer videos. She's not hanging out recording. She's hanging out. She's going to comedy club stand up performances and ripping bad comics. And, and, yeah, and heckling. Yeah, she's <laughs> the, the, maybe she should be called like the heckler hottie or something like that. Right? Hip hop heckler hottie. Yeah, like there's nothing with hip hop anything to do with her in this movie at all. Yeah, so she goes and waits in a like she goes and waits in a car. Uh, the bouncer finds some dude to go hook up with Lady Caramel, um, and she's waiting. But boy, she can't wait. She's got to get that puss pounded, I guess. Mm-hmm. She steps out and she's looking like, "Where's my man? Where's my man?" She steps out looking Where's around. My stunt dick. And then we see a POV of the killer come rushing up out of like the tr- the train tracks by the parking lot. <laughs> like it's there's there's no it's, it's she's obviously outside. The, the person's obviously Lady Caramel's outside. Yes. There's no indication of where this killer came from. It just appeared and buries a meat cleaver into the neck of Lady Caramel, and and she screams, but it's too late. 
cleaver in the neck, and we get more of those Sega CD effects kind of spliced in with her, with the cleaver in the neck, and she falls out of screen. Lady Caramel's dead. Back at Hollis, he dreams of murder weapons and the crowd heckling him. Why he's dreaming of the person stroking murder weapons, I don't know, but so be it. I guess it's supposed to try to plant a seed more that he's the He may be the killer. Yeah. Wakes up, Hollow wakes up from a call from the mystery person and says he's cutting through all the comedians and tonight will be more killings and Hollow better keep his mouth shut. Why would you call him and tell him then? Jesus goddamn Christ. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm gonna be cutting through the competition, killing all the comedians. You better keep your mouth shut. Yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> I know. It's like, why would you call and make they say that in the first place? If you don't, like, what? Just don't call. What's red smells and is dead. <laughs> All you assholes when I'm killing you. (laughs) So horrible. The best one of all. Red stinky. Oh, stinky. Yeah. What's stinky? Red and dead. (laughs) All you assholes. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's so stupid. We go back to the club where the bartender is talking with thick-ass Rose about Holler, and she is smitten. Oh, I love Holler. He's got good. He's funny. He's fine-ass man. I love Holler. He is so sexy. Uh, The bartender, he tries to get in them big-ass thick legs, but she is not having. He's like, well, what about a bartender? I'm pretty funny, too. She's like, I like a man that laughs. You just pull a drinks. The bouncer comes in. He's like, hey, this guy's got more money than Holla does. He's more of a man than he is. And she, they, they get into a whole, like, die, try, back and forth, yeah. all three. It's, it's, if it was written, they performed it well. I think it was all impromptu. And it was actually not too bad. No, it wasn't, it, it's it wasn't not horrible, terrible. It, no. Yeah, it's okay. It's kind of funny. You know, and they, they kind of give it to each other. And it's hard to, like, keep track of because you're going so fast. Yeah. Everyone's just talking so fast. Um. It was pretty funny. Uh, we cut to a fake commercial of the promoter plugging the club. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this one. So the the, the, the promoter's like, come on down to Want to Laugh where you're die laughing. We're, we just had a recent murder of Michael Africa, and we're just going to make sure that we're, we're slashing through comedy specials, blah, blah, blah. Um, you'll die laughing. <laughs> it's the worst commercial. Yeah, it's, like, it's it, really bad. It, I so, think he even curses in it. I'm like, what? Come yeah. on. Like, what? That's not going to get aired. Right. Like, come on. So they're all, they're at the, the comedians are at the club with the promoter, Hala, uh, the MC, another comedian, and the promoter are all, are, pardon me, Energy. Yeah. Uh, are all watching, and the bartender, they're all watching TV. So, uh, and then while, while they're watching TV, they cut to an actual TV show. Called We're Talking, oh, You're listening. listening. Yeah. This is your fucking public access, like, yeah. wannabe talk show in someone's basement. Where this guy is interviewing a comedian, a supermodel, and a DJ. Yes. About the murder of Michael Africa. And in the process, they start ripping Hala part two. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and that comedian Hala, why didn't they kill him? That guy hasn't done anything funny in 10 years. <laughs> And Holla's watching this. Everyone's laughing at Holla. Uh, but then they go to the DJ who's actually plugging his own album 
in the movie. Yeah. It's this actual DJ. He's got his. They show his CD, which is a real CD. They open it up. They're looking at it. They're like, "Look, check out these tracks. This track is about this. This is something. <laughs> this guy's trying to sell his fucking CD <laughs> in his indie horror movie. Not bad idea. No, <laughs> not a horrible idea. No, I, mean- I didn't. I wish I would have looked him up. I wish I would have taken the time and seen if he actually had any sort of success. I was, like, did you, I was going to say, is this guy real then, or did he just have a... I mean, shit, there's local artists all over the place. I'm sure he was a local artist who was like, yeah, I'll be in a movie. Can I plug my Can I plug my album? Yeah, yeah you know. Maybe. So, yeah. I, mean, I didn't look it up either, but I just, I, yeah. I, I kind of loved it, but it was so cheesy. <laughs> I kind of loved it. Yeah. Uh, the comedians talk about comedian rivalry, how it is coming up in the in industry. Once you get high up in level, it doesn't seem to be any bad blood. But while you're trying to make it, you know, you're it's it's cutthroat. Then there's a supermodel for some reason. Yeah, like the the the, the, we'll call it the panel is so yeah, like kind of it's, random. It's, it's, it's a like, supermodel what? DJ and comedian. Not even a supermodel. He's well, that's, what it, that's what it says. Supermodel. Does it, I know yeah. it's like he's like an underwear model or something like that, and he's just like like. Has yeah, it's one of those things like me. Like, which one of these things doesn't belong here? Like, right? What, what? What? Who the fuck cares if this guy? Has and to then say? The, the, and the, he's terrible. Yeah, he's so. Oh my he's, god! He's, he's just a pretty face, Marshall. I guess, man, <laughs> is he he's so bland and so terrible in this movie, and he's just like you can tell he doesn't know what the fuck he's he doing. Doesn't know what's going on, and then the the host of the show goes and let's go to the let's let's go talk to some comedians on the street. Then we get the same yes. exact footage different questions but the same exact footage and people they were talking yeah, to the at the beginning of the, of the movie yeah at the very beginning of the movie the, they're again talking about being heckled and oh my fucking god and then, it's yeah just there's awful. one white comedian and he's like or he's like in his 50s or 60s he's like part owner of the apollo yeah. theater which is a very historic black, black entertainment yeah. like they have music comedy shows all that stuff rub there. the stump Still, and all yeah, that it yeah used to, it used to be on nbc it yeah be on I, remember, after, I, I remember watching like, like after saturday night live yeah exactly live from live, live from the from apollo, the apollo. Yeah. yeah and they had the apollo dancers and everything yeah, it was it was pretty entertaining, and like whenever someone bombed, Mr. Sandman would come out and sweep him off the stage. Yeah, they'd be like, "Boo!" And this guy dressed like kind of like Homie the Clown, almost like influence, like this yeah. influence Homie the Clown, dressed like a clown would like come out of the broom and be like sweeping him off, like sweeping him at their feet, like get off the stage. Mr. Sandman would come and sweep yes. you out. Um, but the the also the the, the it's, I don't even know what's worth mentioning, but the host of this fake talk show. Is also a comedian who performed at the comedy club like the night before he they showed this okay, talk yeah. show footage. Yeah, you're right. So he's playing two. He's got range. It's like if Jay Leno <laughs> or David Letterman or somebody was like suddenly popped up at like your local Funny Bone or something like that and did a set <laughs> and then went back to recording the, the Tonight Show or something. That's, That's basically what this was. Pretty lofty aspirations, but yeah, I, I get what you. I get what you're saying. So, and before they sign off, they still keep talking shit about Hala. Yeah. Which, again, is pretty funny. Hala's hurt, and he promises to kill tonight. Uh, Hala calls someone who doesn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> that is, is exciting cinema. So weird. Holy crap. I mean, come on. Like, you can't get better than that. I know. <laughs> that is so dramatic and tense. So tense. <sighs> like, jeez. Oh. Fuck you, Schindler's List. Give me this. <laughs> uh, Holla's backstage, and he's kind of throwing a fit, you know, getting upset. And we see POV, more, you know, point of view, POV of the cre- of creeping in the club. 
Uh, we cut to the bartender cleaning, cleaning, clearly two different types times of day. Yes. The the POV creeping is definitely at night. It's dark. It's at nighttime. And the bartender cleaning, it's day. There's shadows on the wall. Like, it's really bad. Um, uh, We cut to more POV of creeping. Then we cut to energy and the MC smoking a joint. In the blatantly daytime, the sun's shining. They're outside smoking a joint. Um, You know, more POV creeping. I'm like, okay, what are they doing? They're showing the bartender. They're showing holler. They're showing creeping. They're showing the comedian. Something's going on. We see Hollow backstage, and he's kind of got his hands in his head. He's looking all distraught. And a lead, we see the mystery man come up behind Hollow, lead pipe raised, and comes down on the back of Hollow's head, knocking him out. We cut to the bartender. He's talking, man, I hope it's busy now. I hope I make some money. Uh, he's cleaning some shit at the bar. And we see a hand, the, the gloved hand in the trench coat, reach over, grab a microphone with cord, and comes up behind the bartender and starts to strangle him with such force that it's causing his neck to bleed. And he strangles him, yeah. and suddenly he gets a pair of glasses. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yes. He had no glasses on as he starts getting strangled. And they show his dead body <laughs> with the microphone stuffed into his mouth, and he has a pair of, like, shooting glasses on? I don't they know. have that yeah. yellowy tint? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, it's bad, but I'm like, oh my! I kind of loved it because it's so stupid. It's, it's just so bad. A per, I, I'm looking at our mic cords right now, and it, my God, to try to they're make they're, they're somehow to try to make dig this into somebody's neck and make it bleed like the point where I can cut sever a head is I can't like you have to be like the Incredible Hulk, right? And at that point, you're just gonna it's snap, gonna break. You're just gonna yeah. pop the guy's head off before or you you're gonna it. snap the cord. Yeah, like, there's no way, it, but. <laughs> You could do that. But yeah, then they just shove the microphone down the mouth and he just lays there on the floor like, oh with, my With God. a new pair of glasses. Yeah, with some blood trinkling out. It's, it's oh God. Yeah. It's so, so bad, but I love it. I and love they cut it. over to the then the gloved hand caressing the axe again. That same footage we saw of the caressing him act. We cut to the bouncer who's walking through the club and he's looking for the bartender. He's like, hey, bartender. He even goes, bartender, where are you at? Bartender. <laughs> yeah. The guy doesn't have a name. Yeah, they, they, you would think if you worked it, you would know your bartender's name. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Dan. Right. Dan, where you at, Dan? Not bartender. 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 Where are you, bartender? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, <laughs> Bouncer is looking for bartender. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of them have names. Bouncer and bartender. So, he's looking around for him. And we see the mystery man come up behind the bouncer. He turns around and goes, ah, and it's too late. The axe is buried into the bouncer's head. We see the axe come down, more blood thrown on the wall, and then we get a shot of the bouncer with the axe in the side of his head. Probably the best-looking effect. Yeah, honestly, Probably, probably the best-looking one. It's not that bad. Next, we see the mystery man's gloved hand caressing a shotgun. Basically a toy shotgun. Yeah, it's you can see it's it's shiny plastic. plastic yeah. You can see how plastic it's this thing pretty is. Bad. We cut to the two comedians outside smoking weed, and it's hard to hear. You can hardly hear anything. I it's, think they're if they're outside, I think they're supposed to be like in the green room, just hanging out, getting ready. They're like on the side of the building. I know. Yeah. I in real life yeah. they're I, yeah. they're up against the wall outside the building. You can hear but, like traffic in the background. Yeah, but I think they're supposed to be in the There's green birds room. Birds chirping in the wind blows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's really hard to, they're just talking about smoking weed. Man, yeah. I love smoking weed, smoking weed, smoking weed, smoking weed. Okay. Um, and then we, then we just hear boom, mystery man blows the two weed, weed smoking comedians away. We get like close ups of their face, the shotgun shooting out bullets. Yeah. West side wheels. The first one gets shot and then, uh, they shoot you know, energy energy. Yeah. Oh, it's the MC named West Hyde will. No, I thought he was one of the comedians. He might be the MC. I think he's like the MC and like opening. Yeah, well, MCs often have a you know set. set, Yeah, Yeah. but yeah, Westside Will and Energy. So boom, they're dead. So we're we're on a killing spree here. We killed the we knocked out Hollow. We killed the bartender. We killed the bouncer. We killed the two comedians. Can we talk about the 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 kill effect here? Like we they've all been bad. Like they've all been a hundred percent bad. But this one. Maybe the worst. Because, again, like, they're getting shot basically at point-blank range with a sawed-off shotgun. Right. And so you like, bam, okay, they're dead. Just do yourself a favor. Don't, don't show don't us. show the, the, the dead body afterwards if you don't have the money or the effects or the, the know-how to, to pull something like this off. Because, because it looks like they just smeared red jello on his yeah, face. Yeah, it's like they took cherry pie or something like that and just, here's some cherry pie. <laughs> Over your left eyeball, you get shot point blank. You're not going to have a head left to show, but they show. It's just like it looks more like they just stabbed him in the eye with like a, a knitting needle or something like that. Yeah. It's just over one eye, and it's supposed to be a shotgun blast to the head. And it's just don't show that shit. But ah, oh, man. All right, go on. I'm sorry. I said it's so bad. It's, it's really bad. It's so bad. The promoter hears this and pops his head out of an office, and he's pissed that someone's messing around with guns. How dare they be doing this on opening night? We're going to have a big night tonight. Why are they messing with guns? And he just goes back into his office. Well, apparently, like, this is, a, like, because they're all, this I guess, is, black and ghetto or urban. Like, apparently, they all. This is a thing. This thing, like, they're just, they carry, you know, Glocks with them or something like that. And they shoot them off, and, and they've done it before. Like, they shoot the guns off inside, and he's, like, told them not to or something like that. <laughs> So, yeah. so he's not too alarmed. Yeah. So yeah. that's not, you know, stereotypical and, and racist, racist. Yeah. there, but all right. <laughs> Hollow wakes up and his head is killing him. He, he's confused. He's like, oh, he's looking around. The promoter goes to shit out Chinese food. Yep. Which makes a big, oh, that Chinese. Oh, <laughs> oh them damn enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better if he would have done that. Yeah. That's another black horror movie star. Demon from Demon. Friday Thirteenth Part Five made more an impact for black horror than this fucking movie. Yeah. And he went to go shit enchiladas. Yeah. Ooh baby, ooh baby, ooh baby, ooh baby. <laughs> Bitch, you gonna get it? <laughs> I can just talk more demon all night. Yeah, who's like demon? <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, so you know, he goes to shit his Chinese. We get a shot of the killer caressing a meat cleaver. Guess what's going to happen? Yeah. I thought this was an opportunity for something maybe kind of funny. Where you kick down the door and you had the promoter there shitting on the toilet and he gets an accident. Okay. Toilet kills can yeah. always be pretty fun. Yeah. But nope. The promoter comes out of the bathroom and he goes, ah, I just feel so good. Like I beat the Lakers. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> It's weird. Uh, yeah, it's a weird. Like, all right. Uh, but when he when he comes out of the bathroom, he sees someone creeping around, and he's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna call the cops." And he runs over to the payphone, and the payphone's not working. 
So he's like, okay. He runs to his office, and that phone is not working. The phones are dead. Yep. We cut back to Holla, and he goes, and just runs out of the club. He's gone. Holla just runs away. Yeah, he wakes up and is like, yeah, I'm out. Okay. Yeah. Sure. We see the promoter. Honestly, I, it, that's the one smart thing. Yeah, he got knocked out. Like, he woke up. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. We cut back to the promoter who's sneaking around, uh, looking around the club, creeping Looking for some, you know, he sees someone kind of shuffling around. He's looking for the killer. When out of nowhere, I mean, he's in an open room. This is where he's in a wide open room. Yeah. Nothing's around. Wide open room. And then he doesn't even turn around. It's just all of a sudden, whack. (laughs) There's a meat cleaver to his face. Blood goes flying into a drink, which they really emphasize. They really show that one. They really wanted to let you know blood got in this drink. And he falls to the ground dead. Ugh. It's a bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. All right. And then, for some reason, Hala Holla. decides to run back into the club. Yep. <laughs> we don't know why. No reason. It made way more sense for him to run out of the club, it which did. was daytime. Yep. And he runs back in the club when it's nighttime. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So, so he runs out and then it waits decides to wait a few hours before running back in, I guess. Blatantly <laughs> night and day, and it's yeah. supposed to be like a maybe a two minute like difference. Like yeah. he's running back, maybe he's running back to get people to try and help him or something. Uh, yeah. We don't know. But it's clearly night. <laughs> it's clearly. Hot, and he's running in there with urgency. He like so you think that's like if you don't run out and you run back in, you know, it's just a couple minutes, maybe a minute, or maybe even thirty seconds. But, you know, if you're coming back and it's nighttime, you probably walk in. Yeah. You know, with police or something. But Holla comes back in. He runs back in the club. And the first thing he sees when he walks in the door is fat ass Rose. <laughs> just sitting on the couch looking stoned. She looks like she's on a different planet. <laughs> yeah, she does. He's all, well, he, he runs up. She picked up that leftover weed that Westside <laughs> yeah, Will no Energy were smoking. This is some good shit. <laughs> good shit. Don't let that go to waste. <laughs> Holla runs up to her and he's all, let's get out of here, Rose. Come on, there's something's going on. We got to go. And Rose is just sitting there and she just pulls out and then she pulls up her hand and pulls out a knife. Uh, dun, dun. To no one's surprise, Rose is the killer. Um, And she didn't want him to get out. She didn't, she, she killed all the other comedians and it doesn't quite make sense what she's saying. She's saying she didn't want him to get big and to leave so she tr- she started killing people in the club, hoping that you know that she he wouldn't go back on stage. Is kind of what I was getting, but he was he keeps talking over her as she's trying to explain, and I can't understand what the rationale is for her to be killing all these people. Because kind of, I thought she was saying like I'm killing the people. Your comp- I was basically killing your competition, the people that were blocking you from getting big again. But she doesn't want him to get big, so he he'll leave and go to L.A. She's, she wants she's him a to stay. Killer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She she wants the best for him, but at the same time, she doesn't want to be left behind and hopes that I guess he'll see how much she loves him because of all the stuff that she did for him. So when he does get big, he won't leave her behind. Maybe that's it, but yeah, it's confusing. Very it's weird, insightful, but, and, but it is very contradictory. It's like I don't want you to get big, but I killed all your competition who were making fun of you and were roadblocking you from getting big. Very, very because insightful. Because I can't. So yeah, it's good. Fucking, good yeah. job there, Marshall. 
So Hala grabs her arm and with all the urgency, oh you know, it's basically like she found his phone. It's like, who's texting you? Who the fuck is Rashida? <laughs> you know, like he's like grabbing her arm like that. He's not like it's not like a life or death struggle. No, it's like she found his phone and found text messages from a side piece. And she's like, who the fuck is this? He's just, he's just like loosely wiggling around her arm. They're struggling over the knife. Uh, she jumps on top of him and it's too late. She Hala takes a knife to the gut. And he's dead. And, Ooh. like, the size of the knife and the size of the wound are way out of proportion. Yeah. The knife is a very thin, looks like a fish knife, actually, like a, like a filleting knife or something. Yeah, it's a And the a wound looks knife. like he got shot with a fucking shotgun. Or a chainsaw hit him. Massive, it, yeah. huge wound, blood everywhere on his stomach. Like, the only thing that, that possibly, like, okay, she's, you, we saw one stab, and then what we're seeing is, like, the aftermath, aftermath. of her going crazy. But why didn't they use this effect on the shotgun victim? On the chest, I mean, there's or like something. intestines hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it is just very unproportional to what we see. So Rose has killed Hala. Everyone's dead. Rose then goes on stage and monologues a routine. Yeah, as it flashes, she's like, "Boy, I just flew in from New York, and boy, are my, my arms, arms tired." tired. <laughs> as it's flashing to the club of all the dead people and all the people that are dead that she's killed. She's laughing at her own jokes and says, comedy's no joke at all. Roll credits. <laughs> That's holla. If, if I, I kill, kill you. you. Yeah, that, holy fuck, this movie. Jesus it's... goddamn Christ. <laughs> Where the fuck did you find this? How? Why did you do this to us? Why why didn't we do Blackula? Why didn't we do Killjoy 2? Why didn't we do Blackenstein? Instead we did Hollow If I Kill You. Because we've done Hollow 1, Hollow 2, I think, oh, another Hollow movie. Like, cherry on top. Cherry I, on I, top. I I get it. Okay. But fuck. Dude, next year we gotta we gotta up our African American. Oh, you, you realize there's a fourth Hollow movie out there? <laughs> I found when I was researching this one. And it's almost the exact. It's Hala. If you hear me, kill you. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> this one is about. <laughs> this one's about rappers in a studio. <laughs> Same premise. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Rocktober Blood. Well, it was like a rock band in a studio. Yeah. It's basically that, just with blacks and rappers. Oh. <laughs> Holla, if you hear me, kill you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coming next year. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. At least we get a year. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Let's. Uh, so sorry. All right. Let's move on to favorite kills. So many wonderful kills to choose from, but you can only choose one. Dem's the rules, pudding. You're not doing anything good for the African-American community by exposing people these movies. You realize that, don't you? <laughs> Send the movement back. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. All right. God damn it. All right, favorite kills, man. This movie sucks, but what do you got this week? <laughs> This movie does suck. You know what my favorite kill is? The fucking janitor in the beginning. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Because at least there was an attempt to show 
uh, the actual <laughs> murder, when they cut to the silhouette and the head coming off, like you see the axe whack the head, and that part didn't look that bad. But you know the, the weird, <laughs> the weird effect, attempt at the effect. I gotta like these guys have no money. They're obviously working with no, 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 you know, professionals at all. It's just people who are trying to make this movie. They attempted to make it look like an effect. Yeah, it really is shitty. But <laughs> I appreciate the effort at least on that one, where all the other ones were just like editing tricks. You know, tricks with editing. And so that was my other favorite. Other, so just the same thing. It's just a machete. Right. Or, or not a machete. It's like meat cleaver to the neck, meat cleaver to the neck, meat cleaver to the face or something. Yeah, like yeah. Um, At least this one cut off a head. Yeah. Actually, my hair kills the same one. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. But at the same time, at least I got a chuckle out of it and at, at how bad it was. And you're right. They at least did. To try something yeah, here, yeah. I still said, but like they should not shown it and gotten better. It would have been better, but they didn't show the, this bloody stump. But it's still, that's still the one I'm going with. Is my favorite. Yeah, I just, um, I just realized something, and I wish I would have mentioned this during the actual podcast. Um, so we start off the movie with the janitor of the club being beheaded. Uh huh. Never found, never discussed, never talked about. You're right. They don't even talk about it till uh, it's Mike Africa. The the the, yeah, the, the yeah. quote unquote, who, who was found? Yeah, Lady Caramel, Lady Caramel, Kate, Lady Caramel, the hip hop hottie, LC, the hip hop heckler hottie. Yeah, is axed down in the parking lot of said club, and she's like being interviewed before the show. She's a she's a personality. Yeah, she's never mentioned, You're never right. talked about, not in the news or anything. Never, yeah. never, never even. Hey, where's Lady? Where's LC? Yeah, nothing. I'll see H to the fourth. (laughs) (laughs) Getting a little complex there, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Kind of like it. Um, LC to the H power four. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Yeah, the janitor, they just like, fuck, it's just some some dumb janitor. Who cares? But yeah, he just, he never goes. They don't don't mention him. They don't mention mention, him. They they can't even say, oh, that motherfucker was a no show today. Yeah, they didn't even mention that. Like, oh, where he at? He didn't show up. Same thing with Lady Caramel. Yeah. That's a good point. You're right. I didn't even think about that. That's. We've already established how piss poor the writing is. Yeah, but that's just lazy. Yeah, that's just lazy. that's that's pretty pathetic. Hundred percent, Craig. All right, let's move on to odds and ends. Hey there, puddings. Not only did Mr. M and Mr. A watch this movie, they researched it too, and they say I'm the crazy one. This is going real quick. Ratings. IMDb gives it a two point eight out of ten. Mm. Rotten Tomatoes, it's not even on the site. No surprise there. And Amazon gives a 1.5 out of 5. <laughs> wow, that may be one of our lowest. It may be. Yeah, for Amazon. Rightfully so. Yeah. Plot words, only five of them. TV show, murder, comedian, comedy club, and independent film. That's all there is. Mm-hmm. Trivia, nothing. Budget, nothing. Couldn't find it. Uh, $3,000. Probably. or Yeah, who knows. Uh, but... So that's all I got for that. So let's move on to five star reviews. Five stars? Five stars? These loonies must be crazier than I am. Lock them up. All right. So now there are none. (laughs) There are no five star reviews for this movie. There's only three total reviews on Amazon. All are either two star or one star reviews. Jesus. Um. You really scraped. Yeah. Scraped that bottom of the yes, barrel. Yes, I did. Yes, like, I did. Like, we've got to do something more fun next week because... <laughs> yeah. 
The last two have just been like, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. This was this makes Fuzzy Nights look pretty damn good. Furry Nights F- looks furry like Nights. a fucking yeah, masterpiece funny. in comparison to this. Um, so and I'll keep also keep in mind the reviews on on Amazon are for the combo DVD that this movie is on. At one point. There, there, it does come on. Apparently, it's on a combo DVD too. Ours is not. Ours is just no. We just have this the movie all by itself. Yeah, but there, apparently, there's an, a combo with uh, this movie, another Polonia Brothers one, Peter Rottentail, which is I've actually heard of that. It's the Easter Bunny horror movie. Can we steer clear of uh, Polonia Brothers for a little bit? For a little bit, but we're coming back to it at some point because I think these guys are bound for our Hall of Fame. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> all right, so first up from. Uh, <clears throat> M. Bartell. Uh, this one's actually a two-star review, because, but I, I think this is a two-star, but it doesn't really matter much. Uh, beware. Know what you're buying when you get these. No, Now, I did, in fact, know generally what I was getting when I when I purchased these, but I found that Peter Rottentail did not quite meet my hopes in its cheesy attempt. Hala was just bad. At least I at least watched Rottentail, but Hala was played on Fast Forward just to see if anything happens. It didn't. <laughs> Completionists need only apply here. I appreciate what Polonia Brothers tried to do here. It just wasn't fun a ride for me. Uh, I think that was a two star. Now the one star reviews are both written by the exact same guy. Interesting. Uh, written by Robert Hedges, who is a Hall of Fame reviewer on Amazon, apparently. Wow. Um, the problem is he reviewed the movie twice. And in the second review, he just cut and pasted parts of his first review into his second review. <laughs> so do you just want to read? I'm reading, just reading this. I'm just re- first of all, the first one was split 50 between, like I say, it's for the combo. Gotcha. So the first yeah, half yeah. is Peter Rontail, which I cut that out. And then he just cut and pasted his uh, review for Hala in his second review. And then I think added a little bit to it at the end. So we're just going to read that, that lay, last Lay it half. on me, brother. Uh, I decided to watch Howl If I Kill You because it was co-directed by Mark and John Polonia, kings of the extremely low-budget B-movie. I should just burn my money instead. <laughs> Unlike some of their unintentionally hilarious but always dreadful films, Hala sets out to be both funny and scary and, su- and succeeds at neither. You can make an interesting movie on a low budget, and I, while I didn't expect high art from the bro- brothers Polonia, I didn't expect something this dreadful either. The story follows comedian Hala back, uh... Uh, uh, this is all Prince's, who was once at the top of his game, but now can't get a laugh and is constantly booed off stage. These comics and the people surrounding him start being murdered. And despite the total lack of attention, the movie wants us to suspect Hala, even though Hala's creepy, clingy, stalky, would-be girlfriend Rose is the only person in position to actually commit the crimes. A point that gets painfully obvious at the end of the film, yet the filmmakers persist with the illusion of suspense. The acting is beyond terrible. Davis is particularly dreadful as Rose. The comedy material is almost unwatchable, and the murders are unscary and provide the unintentional comedy of the film. While I didn't expect much from this film, I thought it might be amusing as a budding camp classic, but some bad movies are too bad to be good, and this is definitely one of them. One star. So, so that's all I could find on Amazon. There wasn't much. So I went to IMDb. Oh, where they write novels. Where they write novels. But these were some of the shorter ones, and none of them... Three of the four, there's only four reviews on this on IMDb. Three of the four are all one out of tens. Whoa. <laughs> so, and the fourth one didn't have a, a star or huh. a, a rating. Didn't even it. want a rating. Did it, did, well, there was no, it, most of them was like one out of ten, one out of ten. And this one, it, just, it was just a review. There was no number score yeah. with it. Um, so I just wrote down to three one out of tens. Mm-hmm. From It Waterman. Maybe the people at Blockbuster were onto something when they placed this atrocity in the comedy section. Likely being the worst movie I've ever seen. 
Uh, apart from the movies I've made, so I guess he made some movies, it would be a hallmark of any true horror comedian collection. I must warn the casual viewer, if you are a young, aspiring actor or director, do not see this movie. It will forever stunt your growth as an artist. <laughs> from the washed out pictures, shot with the home video camera to the extras on the DVD, which messed up the title, Holla If I Killed You. Uh, so I guess it's, it's, it's killed instead yeah. of kill in the uh, DVD MSO. That's funny. Uh, there is an endless supply of movie-making incompetence to keep every, even the most jaded bad horror lover entertained. I know I was 1 out of 10. Movie man Kev! Holla back, a once famous comedic has fallen on hard times. Whenever he goes, wherever he goes, people boo him and a mysterious person is killing off people. Could it be Holla? You know what? Uh, with a film this mind-numbingly awful, does anyone really care? Nope, I didn't think so either. I feel angry, mad that I bought this badly acted, horribly lens, terribly padded, simply putrid movie. If you want to call that, which I don't, it brings the word down. Slight sight unseen, I learned my lesson. They say a fool and his money are soon parted. Well, if you buy or rent this crap, you deserve to lose your money, fool. Holla if you hear that. And lastly, from Thaddeus. Okay, first you gotta understand, I love bad movies. I live for bad movies. I watched Mano's Hands of Fate several times without the Mystery Science Theater 3000 involved. This movie just sucked at the height, at, at, just sucked at the teat of t- horrible and was the rancid milk uh, breath to prove it. I never got bored. I pride myself on never getting bored. I was looking for things to do halfway in. The jokes are kind of sad. One usually reserved for describing an 80-year-old strip. The jokes are kind of sad. One usually reserves for describing an 80-year-old stripper's tits. The killer is always in a trench and always appears to be like 6 feet and 175 pounds and turns out to be a 5'6 fat woman. It has the pace and action of a race between a quadriplegic turtle and a dead old lady on a walker. Honestly, if you ever have a chance to see this movie, kill yourself or watch paint dry. Maybe clean out your nails or something. Revenue from insurance papers. All will be more exciting. Or, or, sorry, review some insurance papers. All will be more exciting and funny. One out of ten. Ouch. Yeah. That's Ouch. Like the roughest we've really seen. Ouch. Um, so that brings us to our final, our final thought. Take it away, my man. I'm going to start with the positives. <laughs> okay. I don't hate the premise. I don't I don't hate it. I don't I think it's actually pretty clever. How many movies have, have there been made about like comedians bombing and like getting so upset or possibly so upset that they would kill hecklers or other comedians or you know things like that that was the impression we got when the movie first kind of started. I don't dislike that premise. I think it's interesting. It's unique. You know, it is. Um but they just failed on every level to deliver what they intended to. The acting was really bad. I mean, Hall wasn't horrible. He wasn't the worst actor, but everyone around him was just really bad. And the production quality just hurt every part of it, aspect of it. Uh, some of the reviewers said, you know, that was the unintentional comedy is the, you know, part of the, part of the charm of a horror, you know, of a low-budget horror movie is seeing the cheesy effects mm-hmm. and the bad acting and things like that. But when the sound is so bad, you can't understand what's being said at points. That's that's neither charming nor cute. It's just annoying, you know, and it it hurts. Um, but god damn, was this movie bad? Just bad all around. Bad execution. 
I think I know they're trying to do splicing in the comedy guys with the movie, trying to get some exposure and like maybe could sell some more because boy, I even though he's not a great comedian, they're so you know, uh, fucking what's his name, Will Savise or Arnold Acevedo or Mark Yard may have a little bit of a following and maybe they'll buy this movie, but <laughs> fuck that fail. That combination of doing stand up with a horror movie spliced in, it's just pathetic. It was just so bad. We already pointed out the faults, the bad parts, you know, just the just why the writing was just so piss poor. So bad it's scary. I just almost I just almost feel bad for them. Even the cover. The cover is so pathetic. Yeah. It's so bad. They have a silhouette of a man holding a microphone in one hand and a knife in the other, and it just says, Hollow if I kill you. Their graphic design is pathetic. Everything about this movie is pretty pathetic. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Die in fire. Wow. That's that's intense. Die in fire. Fire. Uh, um You know what? Uh I really can't go against anything you said. <laughs> I will I do actually agree with you. I didn't even think about it, but I can't agree with you. The the, the premise is unique. It's yeah. something we haven't seen before. And I think there could be something there. I do like that. Uh, but you're right. Everything about its execution was just absolutely abysmal. Uh, it's I can't really say more. Yeah, I agree. Burn, burn, die in fire, man. Uh, and honestly, that's giving me. I might take this movie out and, and just set it on fire when I'm over our Well, if you do, film it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do not watch this movie, man. This is. Or do it in a dramatic way, like shoot it with a flaming round from like a yeah. from like from like Resident Evil. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, uh, just uh, it's it's bad. Like I can't even. I don't even know how what more to say. Like I, I'm trying to think. This might be my contender for next year's tournament uh, winner, or, or actually no, I, I think it's squeezed in this year. It could be this year's tournament winner because it's right now. This I'm not sure which one's worse. This. Or No Mercy. And honestly, I think I'd rather watch No Mercy. I would rather watch No, no Mercy, Mercy than also. this one. So this might this right now be the front runner for the the, the, beat, the crown the win this year's tournament, uh, which is coming up, fellas. So be uh so keep an eye out for that. Uh we're starting our, our horrible horror March Madness tournament of awfulness, uh really very, very soon. So yeah, definitely so bad it's scary. I will make it official. So bad scary. Don't not don't watch this. Things is yeah. terrible. I mean, um, you you have to go out of your way, yeah, like really far out of your way. It's not worth the effort to <laughs> to get it. this, yeah, and buy this. And you know, we've talked about doing a giveaway soon, and we we need to, yeah, uh, our two hundred episodes coming up it in is. a couple months. Yep. So we a couple should, months, more like a few weeks. Yeah, well, this really? is like one ninety three, three ninety four. So wow. just a few weeks. Yeah, we'll be, have a couple months, a couple months. You know. We'll see. Well, yeah. Hopefully not coming much, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because if it's number four, so, oh, yeah, shit, Jesus it, Christ. It, it's six Almost weeks two months. Most. Almost two A month months. and a half, yeah. if we don't have any more delays. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, 200th is, uh, we may even do something for 200. Yeah, and you can you can win. Holla, yeah. if I kill you. <laughs> Aren't you fucking it. excited? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aren't you pumped? Uh, part we of think Moon Units is great, right? <laughs> shit. All right, guys. <laughs> that does it for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. We love you guys. Uh, we'll be back. Very soon. If you hear me, <laughs> we'll be back soon with another terrible horror movie. So in the meantime, remember to watch more horror and remember to always keep it tight.